Hi everyone and welcome to your weekly energy update, a general tarot guidance taking a look at how this week's energies are likely to influence our lives, both individually and collectively. Now just looking at the cards depicting this week's energies, they almost scream at me that this is definitely going to be one of those um, psychologically and emotionally extremely intense weeks where, you know, mostly inside of us, inside our beings, the past meets the future, and we are at the center of that in the present, basically. And it is the present which is the control box. A control box, let's say, that we can use to basically rewrite the past, emotionally speaking. That is why a lot of Emotional intensity is going to just come to the surface, especially regarding events of the past, events which have to do with childhood, with the family, perhaps an old relationship, an old marriage, very important moments that we have lived through in the past, the peaks of our lives, let's say, when our decisions, a choice we made, or basically how outer reality responded to whatever we wanted there and then. Now all of these emotional energies are going to, as I said, resurface and it will give us another chance, or better said, much more than a chance, it will actually be like an invitation to relive them, to rethink, to reanalyze, to reprocess, and perhaps we can reach new conclusions and it is these new conclusions that actually heal the past because this is an attempt of our souls, so to speak, to just release everything that basically was extremely important or was a core event for a person who we used to be but is no longer very important in the sense that we should really release the emotional attachment or the psychological grip we have on the past event, setting us free and basically allowing us to be who we are right now, not the person who we used to be. This also represents that certain life philosophies, goals, dreams, principles, of configuration of our own morality has also changed. So basically we have to live by different standards and it is one thing to consciously want to do that each and every second of each day yet the unconscious forces that which we cannot see that which is buried deep in our subconscious may still be acting according to the old patterns of the person who we used to be so basically that can be like a programming invisible to us from the shadows contradicting that which we are trying our best to enact in the present. And at the same time where all of this is leading us is if we confront and just allow our inner beings to dissolve the old programmings of the past, let's say, by bringing the, the emotion, the memory, by making us relive that past moment, we kind of change the emotional charge and the intensity that we allocate to that moment, to that feeling, to that memory, and thereby we kind of change the past. 
And changing the past represents changing the present and ultimately being in a much more, let's just say, tactically advantageous position to know what to decide for the future. And at the same time, this is also like a reflection of how a certain part of psychology works, or better said, parapsychology, because once we attribute a great emotional charge to something that has taken place in the past, something that ultimately impacted us back then when it happened, a great deal, of course, because that's why it produced such a strong emotional response and trigger. Well, that also means that we concentrate a certain reservoir of energy within our beings to that moment, trapping it in time. So a part of our energies will always envelop that memory, that moment, which means that as long as we are alive and as long as we keep that memory inside of us and we attribute such a big importance to it, it will drain energy from within our beings continuously, non-stop, in order to keep that alive, keep that as important, to keep that a core event which shaped and formed of our lives. And this in itself is almost like an act of self-preservation in a very psychological sense, really, because, you know, a very powerful event of the past kind of formed our ego or helped us shape it, form it, contour it, make it more us or less us, you know. So it kind of belongs to our inner structure. That's why our beings automatically give it such a strong energy influx, as I said, constantly draining a part of our energy. But if we go back and alter it or change it, and as I said, this week is automatic it is like an invitation from the subtle forces for us to be able to do that so it's not like we are doing it on purpose manipulating or rewriting something about us but just going with the karmic flow when this is the general theme we find it that much easier to do this and as i said we're just going with the karmic flow the energies are doing this for us helping us achieve this act of dissolving those temporal blockages inside of us, if this makes sense. So what a really wonderful opportunity we have. But of course, it's not going to be easy because it will mean that our emotions are going to be extremely high. We're going to basically be navigating in an ocean, endless ocean of emotion, of feelings, of the past resurfacing, Patterns, old patterns from the past that used to trigger us are definitely going to be part of the picture. We might find ourselves in certain situations that we might have found ourselves extremely uncomfortable to be in in the past when, you know, this is like a recurring theme, almost like a karmic test as well. And the reason for this is to make sure that we observe and become aware of how much we changed and evolved because now when this recurs when those triggers come back in our lives we can decide in a different manner we can you know either shut out block out the trigger or resolve it in a totally different way than we used to do in the past 
So this is also a beautiful reflection of how much we have grown and just how very different we have become over the years and months. But at the same time, this also means that due to these epiphanies, due to these inner revelations, this really strong and, as I said, almost like autopilot kind of inner work, well, this will definitely change the landscape of relationships because, you know, some people will all of a sudden, you know, like in a lightning bolt moment, get their self-worth, their self-esteem back almost by instinct. And if they've been living a very disempowered life for a lot of years now, all of a sudden their healthy sense of self-worth just comes back online out of nowhere with no warning. Well, that will change a lot because this will definitely represent a moment when a person like this will reclaim their power and set boundaries for themselves and that will change everything. Now, collectively speaking, this also represents a very powerful karmic energy. But, you know, collectively, we're still just freshly out of the eclipse season. So karma is in full swing. And we're going to see symbolic events which remind us of the past, of something that has taken place in, um, in humanity's journey, collectively speaking, in the past. And also this period is really suggestive in a sense that if we just look as objectively and as detached possible at the events happening on the world stage this week, they will also kind of foreshadow where we are heading towards, where all of this is going, what's going to happen next, especially, you know, Ten of Cups. Collectively speaking, it represents politics, the political currents, the ideological currents, where basically the leaders and the union of the representatives of the people like a parliament, government, etc. is taking the whole nation, basically. And there are going to be extremely strong emotions because the moon represents how the people feel about it. And basically the world card represents a lot of contesting this. As in people will one way or another, legally speaking, through protests, through petitions, through whatever means they can, they will just try to express that they are definitely not going to allow just a couple of people decide basically the fate of the whole nation. So there is going to be a lot of activity on the world stage. And chances are, you know, the moon also adds a touch of chaos to this. Some events are definitely going to be worrying, almost frightening, unsettling. While others may kind of symbolize that there is divine justice at work as well. And ultimately, this will have a really powerful, let's say, like spiritual effect if, if this is a valid term to use on people because certain let's say truth or information or a specific course of events which was denied before is gonna come to the surface is gonna be revealed either by media tv or on the internet and a lot of people who kind of sensed what they have to do what they should decide at the time when they took place are going to feel a massive relief 
that they, they can actually trust their senses, their intuition, their instincts, because they kind of always knew what is going to be revealed. So even though at that time it was under the shadows and kept in secret, not spoken or said about, those people kind of felt it, sensed it, and it really determined them to choose a specific course of action, either, for example, to withdraw or not take it personally, not take it seriously, to detach themselves. And these karmic events and the revelation of certain truths is just going to confirm them that they were sensing this. Or basically, some people actually just contemplated and thought for themselves. So this will be like a massive confirmation that you can actually trust your senses, your sense of logic, or how you make sense of what's going on. But of course, perhaps this week, even though it's going to be a very important week for things basically manifesting, collectively speaking, changes and symbolic events on the world stage, as I said earlier, even though it's going to be really significant and quite life-changing in this sense, chances are most of us, as in the collective, is not going to focus as much on the world stage. They will be almost inclined, invited, almost like inspired to focus on themselves, on their stories, as subjective, as immersed into the self as it's possible. So basically this week is going to feel much more focused on what's individually going on in your life. And, you know, when I say your life, it's actually your life, not the life that you share with other people, for example, family, friends, partner, etc. It's much more about just you personally, even though, as I said, family and friends and other people can be part of the picture in the sense that the past is going to resurface, it's going to come back, for some people, it's gonna, almost going to be like a haunting presence. For other people, it's going to be like a strictly psychological energy where they just make the correlation with the recurring theme from the past, if this makes sense. Because similar events will happen in their lives. For example, a communication, something very symbolic, something that they read, some thing that a friend or someone shares with them, it's going to basically remind them and take them back to contemplate, rethink, reanalyze the past. While for others still, this can be like the past coming back into your lives quite in a physical sense, as in a communication from an ex, from someone who used to be an important part of the past, the issue or a topic being voiced or raised again, or a similar event, but in a literal way, take, takes place once more and it will basically unite the family. It can also be like an emotional trigger where you will ask, well, why do I feel so strongly about this and that? And when you ask yourself this, immediately your mind takes you back to that very important moment in the past, which kind of is responsible for all of this. So basically, the big picture is all about the past, our own psychology. It, it can also be seen almost like an invitation from the divine forces to perform a little bit of 
self-psychoanalysis on us, on our own beings, to be our own psychologist, if this makes sense. So without a shadow of a doubt, this is going to be a very important and intense week for healing, for releasing the past, also for karmic completions, where the universe, the karmic forces, fated events in your life just hold a special kind of mirror where you kind of get the completion, the resolution that you desire to move on, to forget the past, to forgive, to close the chapter, to move away from something or someone, accept finally a divorce and understand why it happened the way it happened, forgive yourself for certain mistakes or certain choices, and as I said, most importantly, the two of coins is very symbolic because it represents getting back a power which you had to sacrifice for perhaps a greater purpose in the past, perhaps the past two years, perhaps in 2018. So the karmic forces, even if they are very uncomfortable in the present moment, as I said, emotions are going to be extremely high and all of us will feel a certain kind of emotional vulnerability. Yet this is actually guiding us towards greater stability, not just emotionally, but also health-wise, the two of coins, physically, uh, materially, financially. So wherever it is that we need a greater sense of balance and equilibrium in our lives. But of course, balance always, always starts within the psyche. So that's why at the first part of the week, we're going to be invited to do this very powerful inner work, however it may play out for us personally. And in the second part of the week, we might actually use that knowledge, that new position of self-control, so to speak, in order to do something quite significant for ourselves, to invest that power into ourselves, to have greater balance in our lives. And at the same time, what also needs to be said, if you have been go going through an emotional roller coaster of ups and downs, back and forth, where you kind of knew what your dream was, what your goal, your ambition, your desire was, but you just couldn't find the right means to basically enact it, live it, make it a much bigger part of your life, and you kind of gave up on that or are trying to surrender that. Because, you know, it's like when passion is choking us, when passion is too much, when desire almost becomes an obsession, that is the moment when we know we need to stop there and then regardless of what stopping means. And if you're close to such a moment of just not really giving up but accepting and surrendering it, when you have no power over something, then that is a moment when you have to give it to the universe. And this gesture of yours is going to be accepted, but just towards the very end of the week. In the sense that the universe will accept your surrender in a way where it will open a door for you to how to do it or how to get the same thing that you want, but from a totally different way, perspective different method, it will kind of show you where your power truly is and what you can do depending on your own unique circumstance 
with your strengths and weaknesses taken into consideration. So how you can do this or in which way you can do it to actually get what you wished for, what you worked for, what you desired. And this is exactly when we get to the divine guidance part where we have the Ace of Wands and the Tower. Now, this is a very intense combination, but it does mean different things for different people. For some people, it's actually linked to their desire, linked to their purpose, their burning determination and ambition that they have been feeding for quite some time now. You know, and the Ace of Wands also means a lot of effort, a lot of action that you have taken in order to get where you needed to be, but it might not have worked out as ideally as you needed it to be, because I also get the sense that this needed to be an ideal situation, because anything less wouldn't have been satisfactory. So you aimed for the stars, and you actually tried your best to get to your destination. And it is this week when... You know, the tower moment, the lightning can also be seen as that ace of wands, an unexpected sudden opportunity, a change, like a radical accomplishment of your desire, but you must also be aware that it will definitely change your everyday routines, it will definitely reconfigure your life on a daily basis. If you have been basically ready for this emotionally, spiritually, mentally, psychologically, that's all wonderful, but it is now when it's going to be like part of your daily life, so that means a very sudden and radical change for some people, the tower, it can mean relocation, abandoning something, abandoning someone, giving up on that which used to provide you with safety, comfort, uh, stability, suddenly, unexpectedly, without any warning, and just embracing something new, and even if the potential of that something new to give you the same comfort or much better, security, groundedness, etc., even if the potential is definitely going to be there until you actually get used to it, work with it, um, you know, train yourself to embrace a new lifestyle, so to speak, well, it's not going to be that easy. Even if it might be big, even if it might be a moment of triumph, again, the Ace of Wands, you know, until you can actually feel it like a massive triumph, you will have to face the tower moment. So let me just give you a possible example. You have to move as in tomorrow unexpectedly, and you were definitely not prepared for this, so what are you going to do? It's not going to be comfortable. Now, for other people, this might mean heated emotions, heated communication, discussions, especially within the family, or if you have an established bond in your life. So this kind of advises to be careful what kind of words you say, how you say it, how much passion, assertion, fiery energy of ambition and willpower you weave into your words, communication, gestures, whatever you express. Because 
the people around you, like family or a partner, might not take it in a very delightful manner. Or you might, without even knowing or wanting it, overdo your reaction a little bit. And this might cause a tower moment, so instability, maybe a fight, a conflict, or perhaps conflicting interests. So this week can be a big game changer because, you know, whatever is being, whatever topics, whatever themes of discussions or whatever sparks this conflict, this heated discussion, this perhaps tactical position battle within the family or in a relationship, it is definitely going to leave marks and imprints and the relationship might not be the same after this moment. And last but not least, for some people out there, this can represent like a warning sign because the Ace of Wands can speak about an opportunity, a promise, something which is way too good to be true. And if this is the case, if it comes from sources that you simply cannot trust or your instincts just tell you your gut, basically your neurons just tell you that this is a scam, this is fake, this is not true, this is not real, this is something that you must not trust, then chances are you have to follow your feelings, your inner voice, your instincts, and just trust it and not take that offer or whatever it is on, because it might be a scam, it might be a deception, it might be a fraud, for example. So if it comes out of the blue on the internet from a very mysterious source like an offer, a person or whatever. Be very, very careful with this because it can lead to losses. And if it comes from a very trusted source like a person who you know, something promises you a specific uh, help, action, opportunity or whatever, it's not that you shouldn't trust it. But you shouldn't build your future or your choices, decisions around that. Because that my, a person might not be in the same position. Maybe in the recent future, in the short term future. So they might not be able to fulfill their promise. Regardless of what they want or how they want to do it. They just simply might not be able to um, basically fulfill, keep their promise. But I do believe that chances are for the vast majority of listeners, this is going to be like an opportunity or fulfillment of a wish or the desire of yours, which comes really unexpectedly. And as I said, as ironic as this might seem, it's definitely not going to be comfortable. And for those listeners for whom this event is karmic, as in it is definitely fated, it is part of your life story, it has to happen, then it might be a moment of fright, it might be like some kind of misfortunate event on the surface, which might shock you a little bit and just catapult you immediately out of your comfort zone, yet at the same time, very soon, you will kind of realize that this is actually an opportunity, this is actually meant to free you, meant to help you. So the moment of transition between that fear and excitedness is going to be very, very short. 
So chances are that very soon you're gonna go with the flow and just head towards the opportunity, the secret buried opportunity in whatever this event is. So it's definitely gonna turn out just fine. But for other people for whom it isn't necessarily karmic, it is a very strong manifestation of your desire. So basically, as intense, as fiery as your desire is, the event is going to take the same amplitude. And you might even get an excess of what you desire. And maybe that will cause the tower moment because you won't even know what to do with it in such an excessive manner. Now in the position to be careful with, we have the Fool and the Six of Cups. Now the Six of Cups is definitely the symbol of nostalgia, of the past, especially childhood memories, how past patterns, karmic patterns, or, you know, our natural individual cycles used to play out, how our decisions, choices, preferences, our feelings, our hearts, shaped and formed, forged our destinies, basically. So chances are, symbolic moments or symbolic triggers taking us back to memory lane are definitely going to be part of the picture. And for some people, this fool actually represents, you know, the fool is the symbolism of Uranus. So sudden, unexpected moments which just almost seem like a time capsule, like I can't believe that this is happening to me again. And if that is the case for you, if this is much more than just a memory, if this is like a recurring theme literally, when it just happens again, then this part of the reading advises you that it's absolutely okay. Don't be afraid to get immersed into it and don't be afraid to follow your heart to follow your instincts, your feelings, even if that represents for you personally that you just have to take a moment and contemplate it really deeply. Don't be afraid of your inner decision-making process because you're not the same person at the, and the outcome is not going to be the same as it was in the past. And that's exactly why this theme is recurring for you to be able to trust yourself and your choices and your decision-making capabilities, basically. And this recurring theme, whatever takes place, it will definitely be part of your memory. It will definitely stay with you for a long time in the sense that because this time things will play out so differently, this will actually override the bad memory override the fear, override the way this cycle or recurring theme played out in the past. So this will bring you into position of healing, being able to basically live your life and embrace the unknown, the mysterious future as an adventure, no longer willing to know and control everything that happens to you. This is where you will actually get your mojo back. Because the sheer gesture of the same recurring theme pattern, for example, like a choice you have to make or an action you have to take, when you'll see it that in the present, this recurring 
theme can actually influence your life in a really positive way, in a really helpful way, where the memory of this is going to turn into a golden memory, not one which provides you with fear, anxiety and sorrow, that will be profoundly healing and it will just give you your mojo back. Well, this concludes this week's reading. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the beautiful comments, all the likes and shares. If you'd like to support my work, you can donate in the PayPal link in the description below. With this being said, I wish everyone a wonderful and magical week. Until next time, bye for now.